0: This is some podcast. No, it's God, not. Quick front <laughs> This is comic picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. Yo, Jason Glick. Hey, how you doing? I am doing good. and, 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 I'm, just my, and I'm just myron And I'm just And he's just
1: Myron. He's just hanging
0: yeah. out. Yeah, but we, we like having Myron hang out because of course. Yeah, because he's much, he's much better, he's much better person talk about the, about comic, comic art than I am. So, oh, so I'm all about the writers. Well, I love love a lot of the artists. It's like it's all. I don't I don't buy books because of because of artists. I buy them because of writers. Like this one right here, because as I as I, as I told you at the end of the last last podcast, I'm here to talk about um about Ex Machina, the great the great the great um, superhero science fiction political series by by writer Brian Vaughn and artist Tony Harris. All right, what's Ex Machina mean? That's like some foreign language, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's Latin. Latin. Yeah, like you should you should already know what you should already know what it means. For, for familiar I with know. like Deus Ex Machina, it basically means like the machine. Yeah, yeah, which is basically like the um, superhero alter ego of 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 um of civil engineer Mitchell Hundred. You see, it's like what, back back in the day, like when he was just like when he was um examining something that that some strange um, object out by the Brooklyn Bridge, it explodes in his face and he. Wind up with the um power to um, be able to talk to machines. Basically he can he can tell them to do anything that he wants. It's like and they'll and they'll listen to him. So what so what is a guy like him he's not he's not like a comic book geek per se, but he's definitely has like a lot long comic book reading history. He figures, I'm gonna use my powers to become a superhero. And so he becomes the great machine. So with the help of his of his buddies Buddy Bradbury and his um, old older father figure, um, Kremlin Russian guy who used to work out in Coney Island, he take, becomes like a like a like a like a vigilante, like um, helping, helping to fight crime and like make New York safe for everyone. Now, that's but the thing is, like he suddenly, eventually he realizes that you know, it's like I'm kind of a I'm kind of a crap superhero, so like you know, like I can I could actually do much more, like you know, like from like in a political position, like try say running for mayor of New York. I figure like the notoriety I've gained in this position I can I can leverage that to become like to become like 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 New York mayor actually I try to affect real change from a like, from a nice public position. And that's I'm saying that's where the where the politics of the series comes in because he does want to becoming a uh, mayor of the city after he saves our, say, after he um, stops one of the planes um, from crashing into the Twin Towers on 9/11. Cuz yeah, because that's the thing about the series, because like it's it is very meant to be our world but different, and um Vaughn um establishes that really well in the first issue when he shows you like just like a day in the life of a hundred as he goes around doing his political appointments, and at the very end re- revealing that oh wait one of the twin towers is still standing, like it's very like sh- like short sharp shock that tells you like what the series is going to be like, mm. and like it's and it's also it's interesting because like um, Vaughn has said in pre- in interviews that. He he likes to work use his comics to work out his issues with w- real life and if um, why the last man was his um, was his attempt to work out his his um his uh, his gender issues um, pride of pride of Baghdad was his was him working out his issues with the, with the Iraq War um, ex is his attempt to like make sense of nine eleven and all the chaos and changes surround surrounded our country in the aftermath and and it's it's a it's a fa- it's a great fascinating series I mean it's like it's it's a good. It's a fun lesson in civil discourse as you watch um um mayor like Mayor Hundred try to navigate through the uh, the very um very rocky seas of like the most populous populous city on earth, New York City, and he tries like solve problem, problems from like someone who's killing snow snow cloud drivers, um, the issues like like also when he wants to like perform a gay marriage between one of his um deputy mayor's um his deputy mayor's brother and his and his boyfriend also like when he serves when he t- t- tries to serve jury duty to like make sure this health the system work when when he uh, he has like um t- oversee the chaos after an anti-war protest is attacked by sarin gas um no sorry it's recent my bad and also, all sorts of all sorts of great stuff it's a great um like it, it's and he's not and interesting about hundreds he's not he's not specifically trying to be like a democrat or republican he's specifically an independent and he winds up like like annoying people on both sides of the fence, sure. it's like in this and that. That comes into play later. On, it's like later on in the series when he realizes that um, that when he when he realizes his main ambition that he wants to, he eventually realizes that hey, you know, the real it's like the real issue is that he wants to become a uh, he, he does want to become president of the United States like and try to effect real change. But but I'm um, getting backing up a bit like because the thing is about like X and I probably couldn't have survived in, like modern comic book climate. It hadn't been marketed as kind of a superhero book, and this is a wild, wildstorm panel. They did all sorts of good superhero hybrid stuff, like with um, like with wild, like the Wildcats three um, Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips sleeper, mm-hmm. and and essentially like it, it, did kind of trade on that kind of that kind of superhero stuff. Because while you're seeing um hundreds of activities as mayor, it's also intercut like um with all of his adventures as as the great machine, and you see him doing all sorts of fun superhero stuff, like, you know, like, um, like, talking with the commissioner, like, trying, well, trying to talk with the commissioner about his vigilante activities, interacting with his, fighting his, um, arch nemesis, John Ferson, who has the ability to talk to animals, and also just, like, fighting all the sorts of crazy people who, um, who inhabit New York, because, you know, it's a really goddamn crazy city, and it's, like, it kind of trades on it, but it's kind of fun how it deflates a lot of that stuff, because you realize that hey you know like hundred may have the best of intentions he really was kind of a crap superhero well, especially when um his 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 initial meeting with um, the police commissioner like he figures like oh i can talk to her and she's tell her no i'm not a villain i'm not crazy i just want to help you people and she just says dude you idiot you've just um all your actions you've caused more chaos than you've than you've actually like managed to like avert and this finally hits him it's like uh, he, he, when he re- finally hit, has his realization, that's what pushes him to become like mayor. It's, I mean, it's really it's like watching his actions, like a- like back, you his past actions as a superhero. It raises it. You realize like that. You know this is probably kind of what. It really feels like a really credible um like depiction of what superheroes would be like in in the real world. Like you know, or at least the only if one guy had extraordinary powers and how they would they would react to that. It's like I said, It's really interesting, but the thing is, and I talked about this on the on my blog earlier this, or on the blog earlier this year, about how the um the most rec- the next most recent volume um ring out the old, basically um serves as a reputation of all the superhero stuff. Now, it's kind of interesting. Like you look at all all of, um Hunter's actions when he was a superhero, and it's, it's kind of like he's he's arranging this stuff because like, he he was like a big comic book fan, like and all this stuff, all the superhero action like. Plays out like just like you'd expect it would. I mean, he's got a super, he's got a super, he's got his arch nemesis. He's got his um, he's got his sidekicks. He's got his uh, like like recurring villains and stuff like that. Like, but it's also because he ordered it's he ordered it that way. I mean, like his actions um, like direct this kind of stuff. Then you get to um, tr- um bring out the old, and you and then it all becomes clear because because the thing is, you realize that no, you have not been reading any kind of superhero story. You've been reading a a, a, straight, a straight up science fiction tale because it turns out that because when because it turns out the um because well on the origin of hundreds powers has also been like a good um has been a mystery throughout the series. You find out you eventually find out why, um, why he was given them and it's not for a good purpose at all. Mm-mm. And in fact, and actually, the best thing about bringing out the old is that it also brings into focus a lot of the uh, stuff that I have issues with throughout the series because much of that because well Vaughn is a great writer and he writes and he like a lot of the stories are interesting, there's also a lot of like stuff that you're just gonna read and go huh because like some some stories like that, where the message is kind of garbled like in March to War I mean like his anti-war message just doesn't really come through I don't think it comes through well at all and um, also particularly Power Down which has the appearance of a weird guy named Zeller like, talking all, like, seeing all sorts of cryptic things about, um, about hundreds Origins. And I was just kind of like, what was the goddamn point of those four issues you had with this guy? And also, he also gets an exorcism performed on him by, by John, Pope John Paul II, which, you know, just <laughs> makes him seem all the, all the more awesome in my book. So, so, I mean, and it's like it's but stuff like that just seems kind of weird and strange. You're just kind of like, where is this going? Then you get to ring out the old. And yeah, I keep, keep hitting this one. but the thing is, Reality Out the Old is a, basically brings all this stuff together. It's like, it shows you that, and i, just, I once the um, whole purpose of this stuff is kind of revealed, like, I kind of feel stupid for not realizing this beforehand. I mean, like, I liked going back and rereading all these this past week, because like, I look at all the um, stuff, like the crazy dreams that 100 has, and I was like, "Oh, wait! Now I know what what the reason for this is." I mean, if you're not re- reading this for the first time, a lot of the stuff is going to seem really strange. But this is one of the few examples that I've seen where where they actually um, do where like this one volume actually does a job of putting everything into focus, and and it's and it's great because of that. And like I said, "It's to be honest, like if I hadn't, like I said I hadn't read if once we're bringing out the old. I'm not sure if I would have been putting this on my." I, um, if I've been going about putting this on my uh, 10 best list and yeah he also talks about this whole pot um, pot legalization debate which also comes off as kind of a little garbled as well mm. but because like well a woman sets herself on fire and that's like a great inciting incident literally mm. but um, damn she tried to smoke herself <laughs> yes she does <laughs> all because of like because um, after um, like hundred arrested like, when her son who was a pot dealer um, he Got, he got sent to and he was stabbed the previous day mm-hmm. so like, he's kind of like he's still kind of like paying for all of this stuff throughout the, throughout the course of the series and now uh, the thing is like once you get once you get to bring out the old everything comes clear then you like then you come then like the uh, the final volume term limits that it's a good it's a good finale it's definitely definitely like the series is one of the best I've read this year even though it's like I'm still like angsting about the uh the old the final the final story because like the uh, the because like the um the main story is basically like uh, both on um, pro-life debate between um, mayor hundred and his deputy mayor why um, Wiley and then it's also but it also has a, one of um showcases the efforts of one of hundreds um like former um, Former friends even girlfriend as she tries to um, undo everything that he's been trying that he's been trying to prevent and that she re- she t- chose She's been awakened to the true purpose that his powers were given, and then she wants to fulfill that. The problem is, now that Hundred is aware of it, he needs to prevent that. Because the reason he was given it, his powers were given, not a good, like I said, not a good thing. It's very, very, very bad, and it's, it's just really, it's, it's ter- bad news for everyone. Everyone on Earth, period. But then, but, you know, was like, disaster is averted, and, you know, like, ideally that would be a good place to stop. But the thing is, like, one of the things about... As I said at the beginning, Vaughn has established that this series is a... Uh, it was uh, our world, but different. So, like, in theory, like, like rules of reality soft tough to apply. It's so, like... And it's interesting how, how um, you hear Hunter talk about the... Uh, talk about things at the beginning of issue 50, the finale. How, like, you know, like, he loves comic books because they... Because they don't end. Like, you know, like, they, they can, like... Like, because if you... Once you have an end, um, like, and then you, things progress beyond that, then you just... Then they all, you just find the same things. Regret, pain, loss. I mean, and it's interesting, but... And then you... Because then you see what happens to 100 after he managed to um, avert the disaster brought on by his power, by the people who gave him his powers. And then it leads him to eventually what is best described as a high-end mediocrity. And it's... You, you understand, like, the yeah, he wanted to be president, but what he ends up with... It's not spelled out specifically, but it just, like, reaches the fact that, like, like, Vaughn implies that the only way he could get to where he was, the best he could do was to compromise, and cause like, ultimately, like, an independent just can't really get anywhere politically in this country, anywhere meaningful. I mean, yeah, we got Jesse Ventura sure as governor of Minnesota, but, you know. A governor it... here, a senator there, oh. but not real, um, yeah. not big victories, really. Yeah, exactly. And I have, I have to ask, though,
1: you said, like you mentioned, like, he was given powers, but mm-hmm. it looked like it was accidental. Like, was 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 it an accident? He was, was given he... powers accidentally. Oh, okay. That's what you meant. Yeah, because basically so. like, he was,
0: he was um his buddy Bradbury called him up to, you know, he wanted to investigate this thing by the Brooklyn Bridge. He thought it might be a bomb.
1: Yeah, that's what I saw. It looked like it was a bomb or it, something. It
0: was, but, you know, it was just something from somewhere else. Okay. And it just exploded in his face, and they gave him the powers to talk to the machines. Okay, yes.
1: I saw that he had, like, a little Two-Face moment going on there.
0: Oh, yeah. It's like he, yeah, it's like his his visual design for his um, for weaponry's powers is all, it's always kind of interesting. It's also fun to hear him talk about. Tell tell his, tell everyone who asks, like, you know, I can't tell you about my powers because the NSA has told me that I can't talk about them. And it's also interesting, like, the, the government, like, some of the government agents, like, who've talked to him, like, yeah, it's like, we understand. Like, yeah, so, oh, so this guy from a parallel universe showed up and um, I mean when you can't, it doesn't make any sense but you know like you just understand that that kind of shit happens mm-hmm. so it's it's fun hearing stuff like that stuff like that hinted at over the course of the series it's just you know you you believe that that would be a, like a reasonable government governmental response yeah but the end the final the final image I mean like, I can believe it but also you know because the thing is like like I mean Vaughn talks about how like you know like a story after a story ends like you know like all Whenever you go go beyond that point, all you get is like regret pain, and loss. But then you think about it, like, you know, but look at where, um you look at where Hundred ended up, and you wonder, like, well, yeah, stopping at the story at this point makes his point perfectly. And he's entitled to do that because, you know, he's the writer. But, you know, just wonder, like, you know, now that he's in this position, like, couldn't he have just, like, used it as, used it as a launching pad, like, for, for bigger and better things? I mean, like, people have done it, people have launched from this position before. So, I just kind of wonder it seems like overly nihilist and um and dark like it, it makes sense but you just kind of wonders like you know it's like well I mean he, he, he like Vaughn hedges his bets by uh by ending it right there yeah oh and also I I would be remiss in talking about this series without mentioning the great great art of Tony Harris oh yeah yeah, cause this guy, I mean, he, like <clears throat> from Starman, like he he did some great stuff there, but it was more like just, like deep, like, like sharp angular stuff. Here he draw, draws like a, a lot more great, realistic humanoid, like like human characters. I mean, it's perfectly believable, and he's also like part of the best argument you can imagine for using for like using character like I uh, like actual actors to pose for your story. I yeah,
1: I was, was going to mention that too. Like I was. You know, skimming through the artwork, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. "Wow!" Like Tony Harris's artwork, like the positioning and like the gestures of some of these characters in here. Like, you know, I'm looking at like this bum flicking off. uh, Who's this character? The the automaton. Yeah, like flicking him off. I was like, "Wow!" Like that's that looks that looks pretty good. Oh, he's a heroin addict. So I was like, "Wow!" (laughs) Like like the angles and like the positioning of the character. Like it looks realistic. And then at the end of uh, volume one you see that he has, like, real actors, like... Yeah, people posing for his stuff. Yeah, and I was like, that's a... I mean, I'm pretty... I know that method's been used for, you know, by many artists before him, but, I mean, that's just interesting to see that, you know, he Mm -hmm. has actors posing and, like, he has the exact angles that he wants... Exactly. ...for his drawings to be in. Like, he has actors posing the same position and the same angle captures the image and draws it like that. And I was like, that's a very cool
0: and interesting method. Yeah, and the thing, yeah, it's like he's like I mean, like compared to someone like Greg Land, who, you know, isn't quite as he, as terrible as as he's been made out to made out to be. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like Harris has has done like great great stuff with this series, and I love like I, I love his work here. But the thing is, um, but anyway, even though there's some odd points where he like, like the characters seem a bit they're supposed to seem a bit unnatural, they don't seem quite right. But I'm um, still, so overall, it's, it's like, it's lovely stuff until you get to the last volume because then you start looking at some of the stuff and it starts becoming very, very rough because the thing is... Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, but, and the thing, because the thing is, like, like Ex Machina was done, was, didn't really have a, uh, like, a set schedule. I mean, they'd have... I mean, like, they'd, they'd be doing stuff, uh, like, it's kind of like, a, for a while, it had, like, a, you know, when stuff was done...
1: Yeah, it wasn't like a, you know, typical monthly, Yeah, I mean, monthly it, release, or... Originally,
0: I heard the schedule was supposed to be, like, 10 issues a year, but, um, but the thing, it, but then eventually it became, like, slowed down to the point where apparently like they just needed, like, the time to get it done, mm-hmm. and the problem is, like, you look at some of the stuff in, in issue, in volume 10, and it's kind of like, this stuff is, this stuff is rough, it's like, they, you just got the feeling that Vaughn and Harris, they wanted to get this done... In, and unfortunately, it needed to be bashed out mm-hmm. as soon as possible. I mean, it's not. Ter- let, me see, let me see this one. Yeah, it's not. It's not terrible in parts, but like a lot of the stuff is very. It's very uneven in the last volume. I'll. I will definitely tell you. Tell you that much. I mean. Well, at the same time, I, I mean,
1: looking at this style yeah. too, I kind of. I kind of like the rough style in this yeah. volume because, it kind of fits with the grittiness of like, of like the story so far. I mean, I'm looking through, you know, different volumes, and I see and. I see the violence and mm-hmm. you know the vulgarity, which you know I you know it brings kind of like a human nature to to uh, the storyline. Like this, this kind of style, this gritty style, kind of fits it. Yeah, I kind of like this a little better.
0: Yeah, and I think that's probably shows you like like what a talented uh, pen, like artist Harris is. It? Even the he's like forced like just you know bash stuff out. Like mm-hmm. like say like this panel right here with rock. With his deputy mayor, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, it looks." He could tell he rushed it up, but it's like he still—it still managed to like maintain, like, like being being like a, like an image that draws your eyes. well. Right, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, but it's like, but still, overall, I mean, it's like it's I think it's a it's a great series, ten volumes, and it's also worth worth noting that um this is that um Vaughn was recruited to a right Lost. Oh, be one of the staff writers on Lost during the time that he was doing this series. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, and um, you can also see um you also, if, if you watch if you if you're a fan of Lost you also notice that Hurley is reading a volume of Why the Last Man I think in season five. So, but it's it's also interesting because like you look at um Mike Vaughn's work here and it's like I, I think that the guys at Lost could have um, stood to learn a thing or two from him about how to structure a. Just like a nice ongoing serial, because much as I love Lost, they uh, like a lot of this, like a lot of their um, like dangling plot threads are eventually like you know, like resolved in the uh, in the in the bonus film that was included in the season six DVD package, and that was I kind of felt like sour grapes because like they kind because of, like all of the the um, answers to a lot of the some of the little ongoing mysteries they had had were just so simple and tossed off that you just felt that they could have. Just been answered by like a throwaway line of dialogue in in any random scene. Mm-hmm. But looking at looking at Vaughn's work with with Ex Machina in particular, I mean, he obviously knew how he was going to end the series, and he just and he and he planned for that perfectly because everything fits in fits in really well. And it's and it like I say, it's it's a it's a great great series. Highly rec like I say, I highly recommend it. Like and it's just they're um, publishing posting like in um, deluxe editions, especially collect two trade paperbacks for the price of one. Yeah, so, that that's a good one. yeah, oh yeah, it's all, always a good deal. And so, like so I said, highly recommended. Yeah, it's got its issues. It's got its issues, and um, it's like it might seem like kind of like it, like it, like it doesn't make sense. But I can tell you that Vaughn actually did think think things out. If he seems like he's leading you by a. Ra- by the nose for through certain sections, like, 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 power down, um, then, like, I can tell you that, yeah, eventually it all makes sense, it's like, yeah, it's like, it takes a bit of patience to get there, but, yeah, tr- but trust me, like, and I also say, I had, I had, tattoos, it's a great pop culture, like, uh, comparison to that. That I've been saving up for this ser- for this podcast it's basically, basically if i had to try the series. It's basically the Lost meets meets West Wing. So do you predict do you predict a movie being done for this I pre- series? If I were a betting man, I would think this would be better served as being a TV series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how long it would run because now that it's done, okay. I mean like they basically would have to. Um, I can see them like fitting in as much as much time as need as needed between the, in the four years that um, that 100 was mayor but you know, like I think I definitely think a TV series would serve would serve this better yeah. much like The Walking Dead right because I mean going back to what you
1: said earlier like um, um, Vaughn being a writer with with Lost like yeah I mean you see comic like comic books nowadays like you see like a greater interest in comic books because you have mm-hmm. like a lot of like talented writers and actually like professional writers coming in to do these storylines that are actually like intriguing more people than than just us comic book nerds like you're they're actually creating like great intriguing stories that Mm -hmm. you know are getting people not only to read again but i mean just bringing back like the spark of imagination again yeah like it's it's just amazing how well i'm I'm more, like, you say you're more of a story guy, I'm more of an art guy. Like, I still like buying comic books based off the art, but, I mean, nowadays, like, you have, you know, comic books like this and um, The Walking Dead, like, they're Mm -hmm. actually, like, you know, enjoyable to sit down and read, like, instead of watching an episode. And that's why I asked if, like, he actually think this would be, you know, a movie or a film, because even nowadays, like, you know, like what we talked about earlier today like comic book films are actually you know I think drawing people back more into comic books because mm-hmm. they want to like get more deeper into the story I mean look at Watchmen like when Watchmen came out in theaters like people didn't well, what the hell is Watchmen and now they watch it and, and want to read the comic books and I feel like this might be you know another one of those stories more people want to get into
0: yeah there's like I think like I've I haven't really heard much like action being made on like making this into like a movie or a TV series. Mm-hmm. I've heard that um that um why the last man Vaughn's mm-hmm. other series and to be honest I think this is his signature series. Right. That's been um that's been optioned as, optioned as a movie and I heard he's been wor- he's working on the script but whether I will actually see anything I'm relating to that mm-hmm. is just kind of like you know maybe but it'll be nice. Yeah. It it'll be nice to see, to see that but. I, th- I do think Ex Machina would be better served as a, as a TV series because you know it's like like I said i described it as a hybrid between two other sc- or series. series at that point. yeah yeah but who does that anymore these days well b- <laughs> or the BBC <laughs> the BBC so. yeah they love that kind of stuff um, yeah. I like I, I particularly just thumbing through the first volume uh, mm-hmm. uh, he likes not only do I, does his art look good, but he uses very strong imagery. Right. You know, like yeah. recognizable symbols. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, not, and not just talking, not, like, for instance, you saw the, the thing you were talking about with, um you know, the uh, the Twin Towers, you know. Yes. Yeah, just seeing um, one. You know, just seeing one. But, I mean, like, you know, Lincoln and, and, and a lot of other yeah, things. Yeah, the paint, the painting of
1: Lincoln, like this Lincoln painting mm-hmm. with uh, a term across it is very, like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, damn. Yeah, is, yeah. Like,
0: and also another great thing about bringing out the old those, like I, I have to bring this up because just reminded me about this, is that one of the issues they used in there is basically um, Vaughn and Harris write themselves into the um, comic. Oh, really? Because basically um, Mayor Hunter decides, hey, you know, I want to do my life story as a comic book. Yeah. So basically, um, so basically, like um, Vaughn and Harris show up to um, to tell the story, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a great it's a fun meta story. It's also probably one of the funniest. The the funniest line I've read in a comic book, American or Japanese, period, this year. Um, but it's very context sensitive. But and I can't really tell you this. But it involves um Von being mistaken for another um bald um comic book writer. But it's it's a great it's a great fun story. And I just want to say that it's if I had one if had if I had to uh, ask for one more X Machina story, it would be a story like this. But it would also be tell a story of how how Vaughn and Harris did not get the uh, job of writing hundreds biography, but how Garth Ennis and Jim Lee did. Ah, uh, nice. So I would love I would love to see that story, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. Ever. I can just hope But maybe I, I, mean, I just ask Vaughn about it at Comic Con if he shows up this year. But, yeah. And and on that note, like I said, it's like I said, it's a great series, but and I highly recommend you buy it. But we're gonna call it call it a night now because I think we've gone way over the usual limit. So, well, so we're we'll back next week. Hopefully, talk about a series that I recommend for like you know best another best of two thousand. But we'll see. All or right. best of two thousand ten. My bad. All right. Well, catch ten years. How oh, end? End of year special. See you later. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Eh, later. I